Hello, and welcome to the If We Knew Then podcast. I'm Stephen Socks. And I'm Lori Socks. Happy Mother's Day. Yes, today we're celebrating Mother's Day, and it might be a few days early, and it might be a few days late, but, you know, actually every day is is a celebration. Sometimes, as a mother, it can be uh, something we forget, or I think sometimes I will say I'm celebrating the moments or I'm celebrating the milestones or I'm being present, but just a celebration of me as that role that I'm playing. And even saying it sounds weird to say that I'm going to celebrate me, but it shouldn't. It, It shouldn't be weird because the truth is being a mom is one of the most incredible things that I've done in my life. So why should I feel weird about celebrating that? By gender, typically we celebrate every woman out there, but we know that there are men out there as well who take the role of mother. I feel like sometimes we would be better off without the restraints of the labels and the expectations and yeah, I think of what a mother role and a father role is gender-wise. Right, yeah. just the label. I feel like historically just by having a definition that would bind us to something, restrict us. Yeah, I don't think it was set to restrict, but... I think it was personally, I think it was initially for your role. What yeah, is it your makes, role? Yeah, it makes people feel really good when they know defined exactly what they're supposed to do and they, and they can just focus on that right? The woman mom does this and the man dad does this. But I think times change. And yeah, I think that, that that definition... Exactly why you're having this conversation. Say, right. That, that's what I'm saying is that the definition needs to be more fluid. So when we're talking about Mother's Day, that's an all-encompassing thing to everyone who participates in, in the verb of mothering. Yeah, whatever you perceive it to be. The dictionary defines it as to care for with tenderness and affection. Yeah, but... We've learned that we can't define this role and how it's done or should be done. I mean, it isn't cut out so cookie cutter. And the expectation that it is or that it should be or what it should be just creates the, the challenge and the obstacles within themselves. It, it makes us have this, these personal judgments and comparisons and feelings of inadequacy. So, so to try to just define the word mother, the job of motherhood. It, it's an absurd undertaking because it is different for everyone. You know, the most accurate definition that, I, <laughs> that we found together actually was a mother as something that is an extreme or ultimate example of its kind, <laughs> <laughs> especially in terms of scale, like yeah. the mother of the mother of all undertakings, of all the mother of all projects. Probably the definition that we were searching for. Well, what an insight, because 
because yeah. it is, especially oh, our, our job. I will, I will say this is for every mom, for every mother, for every person who mothers or acts motheringly or has their child be mothered. <laughs> like, yeah. You, for every person, th- this job, the definition of mother would definitely be the end-all, be-all, extreme or ultimate example of its kind mm-hmm. of scale. I think that's accurate. So happy Mother's Day to all that are extreme or ultimate examples of its kind, especially in terms of scale. Uh, We see you and we acknowledge you right now. Maybe your celebration looks different than what you thought it would be or others celebrations or what's advertised out there in hallmark cards hallmark cards cards and and all the commercials which i feel like that's changing i totally feel like that's changing and i'm so hopeful for that change but instead of the wishing and for a change what i what i've learned this year is to embrace the difference i fought for a long time to deny the difference like that's really part of what I say because I, I believe there is more equanimity in our journeys. And I have two children, a neurotypical and a child with an extra chromosome. And I see so many similarities. The symmetry between those those two and our relationships. Oh, it's so more apparent than I ever I ever thought. Absolutely. I it's and, and I think that's why I always fight the difference like that they and there we go to labels is that label that was presented to us was the difference so I fought I have fought that whole difference thing but I just I feel so much better when I just embrace it because differences are so beautiful what isn't different right and you know, yeah that presented to us as this life you're about to raise is going to be different it's going to prepare it's going to be different so prepare for the difference. But, but it wasn't in what, such a positive what, way. No. It wasn't it wasn't like, hey, this but is gonna be cool and what different. It isn't different. I mean, I walk into someone's house. It smells different. There's different things that people do. They they, they go to bed at different times, they eat at different times, they they eat different things, they wear different clothes. They're, it's everything's different. So you find out where you are if you completely embrace who you are and who your family is and who your children are and your relationships with them then that's what it's supposed to be. And that difference is what's beautiful in the world. And so we celebrate you. Happy Mother's Day to all of you. And we celebrate you. We see you. We acknowledge you. And we want to say excellent job. Wherever you are on this road, however you feel, whatever you serve for dinner, however long it's been (laughs) since you've showered or exercised, if things are in their place, or in disarray, if your voice has been a calming guide today, or you had to raise it because sometimes it feels like that's really the only way they'll listen, with or without completed homework. (laughs) If screen time has exceeded what you deem correct or what people tell you is what it should be. And, And that makes me think of when Sophia was born and we would have friends who... We're like, we don't turn on the TV. We don't watch TV. And I wanted to know when they had time to go to the bathroom or like grab a sip of water or anything. Because they were like, I know Sophia's first year, I never even grabbed 
a, a cup of coffee. I didn't even have time to make the coffee. So whatever today is, whether it feels like like a, a, a win or maybe challenges got the best of you, it's just excellent job because you're doing your best. You're showing up. That's your best. You're just being there. And a good friend of ours recently when we were talking she said the definition of being an advocate is to show up. And that's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. And it was funny because initially both Stephen and I had that reaction of just show up. No, there's so many more other things you do. You have to find out what the law is going to be in your IEP. What is, you know, what are the services that you want? What are this? Who is like, there's so much other, we just, we were just so caught up in the fact that it's no, it's so much more than that. There's so much more work. Some things just take a while to kind of, seep in and for me to absorb them and really hear them. What she was saying is that you just show up, be there, be there. And then the rest you can only do from there. So excellent work. You're showing up. You're there. You're doing a great job. You are doing your best. Um, And you're the best mom that your child can have. Yes. The very best. The very best. Because you are their mother. Yeah. Growing up, I never thought that I would be a mother. You know, and and to be honest, I didn't know if I could. In all ways, ability, physically, mentally, it's an all-encompassing job. I didn't have a role model to model myself. I didn't know what to be a mother meant. I didn't know what it looked like or felt like how you were supposed to do it, except maybe from some TV shows. Then I had my daughter and holding her and breathing in every moment of her. That's all I wanted to do was to just be there in every moment because it was so beautiful, like beauty that I'd I'd never known before. And my fears did not go away, but they just didn't seem as important. And then came Liam. And he was actually born in a week where I had had this profound thought to give up fear. (laughs) I remember I was like, I'm just not going to worry anymore. I'm going to stop worrying. If I remember correctly, it's because I had been worrying throughout the pregnancy. And I just said, I'm just, I'm just not going to worry anymore. (laughs) I just, I remember making it a statement. I'm giving up worry. Well, so I guess the only way out is is through. And we've definitely been through our fears and are probably not through with fear, though we try. I just think I'm okay. I'm okay with knowing that if something comes up that I can acknowledge it as a parent. And I'm okay with knowing that I'm not going to know everything. Well, I'm, I'm striving to be okay with not knowing, but most importantly, not letting it define the moment. He was born early, as we've discussed before, and spent 75 days in the NICU. And I just remember how Sophia wanted to take care of him. She was two and a half years old. And she wanted to take care of him at a time when all we ever heard from parents were, oh, the terrible twos, watch terrible twos, terrible twos. And I was looking at my daughter who was anything but terrible. 
She was kind. She was loving. She was concerned. She went with us every day to the NICU and sat for hours. Amazing, the nurses. Now, they said that that there's no way she'd spend more than 20 minutes. They were like, oh, no, we have teenagers that don't want to spend time in here. And she would wash her hands and put her hat on and her outfit and sit. And it got to where they'd put a pillow on her lap and lay Liam right on her lap. And she'd rock him in that little rocking chair Mm -hmm. for hours. I think that was the first glimpse into the question that we get a lot from parents is the impact that Down syndrome will have on siblings. Having a child with Down syndrome doesn't mean this, like everything is such a dramatic moment. Like there are moments that bring us together that I think we have such an insight, such a real insight. I think that's the gift of Liam has been a presence and an insight that I didn't have before. I didn't, I strove for it. I strove to be present. I strove to just be there and see things for what they were and to take my time. And like when Sophia was born to breathe, to breathe in the moments, but it was work. And then Liam was born. And then we just settled into this place almost as if we had no choice. That was what this journey, I guess we did have a choice, but that was what this journey was for us was a break screeching and coming to a halt from all of the things that really didn't matter that might have filled my brain or fears or or whatnot. Because even that even upon birth, that fear, the weight of his diagnosis just it wasn't there because we saw him and we knew that he was fighting, right? That's the, that was the, that was such a gift. That was the mother load, hmm. <laughs> right? That was the mother load. That was the ultimate and extreme example. And, and those are the memories at the foundation of our family, how we came together, how Liam brought us together and he brought us through and how he shifted our focus from fears that weren't real, but he brought us to the moment and he taught us to be moment by moment. And he taught me to embrace the gift of each breath, not to observe it or just be present for it, but to embrace it, not knowing what the next would be and realizing did I ever? And sometimes I step away from those feelings and those lessons. I still get caught up in, in the world outside of our little bubble because we, we have a, a bubble that we created, and I like our bubble. But sometimes I'll get caught up in the world outside of this bubble with the thoughts and the views of other people that we talk about a lot, different challenges that I know most of you have had that I'd like for you not to have and hope that one day you don't have conversations, judgments. Sometimes I, I forget my bubble and I let those things in. I can't deny that they exist, these thoughts and opinions and words and challenges. I think they come from that feeling that we're separate, but we're not separate. 
even though the journey feels that way sometimes, we are not separate. The truth is that we're all connected. We're all interwoven. And in the moments that I actually come from that place, there's such a beauty in life that it can be overwhelming. It's another gift of Liam. He brings us to those moments more than if we didn't have him. Because he brought us to this journey. He brought us through all of these things that we didn't know of. And, and all of these moments and conversations and challenges, they allow us to be empathetic and sympathetic and compassionate and caring in a way that I never was before. They open us not only to this community in that way, to the people that we can connect with and understand and, and uplift and advocate and talk to and talk with and be with and learn from and teach, but also to the world outside this community in a different way. My empathy for uh, the man walking down the street, my compassion for someone who's angry and lashes out, all of these things that I have learned that they have been gifts from this journey. They have been byproducts. And I've been on the other side. I've gone through, and I think it is, again, I didn't not, not only was it going through fears or worry, but to get through anger. And some of you may be feeling angry right now. Some of you may be in one of those phases and it's not like a checklist, like, oh, not angry anymore. Oh, now I'm not fearing anymore. But it is definitely each time that I'm able to let go there's more peace for longer. I still do get upset about certain things. I do still get angry about equality and equanimity and education. I get angry for challenges that are put in people's way based on judgments and preconceptions. And I'm working towards that anger to instead fuel more compassion, to fuel that drive to make those changes. And again, a gift. I don't think I, I strove so fervently to change the world before I knew Liam, to change the world for the better. And maybe because I didn't have as much insight or even experience, because sometimes we can understand something exists, but until we have an insight or an experience, whether that be right or wrong, it's hard to change something that you don't understand the depth or the need of change. So today, I will embrace my bubble. Without the outside world, I am going to embrace these faces that I call mine. And I'm going to let it be whatever it becomes, and I'm not going to compare it. I'm going to let it be, like every day. <laughs> let it be. One of the challenges of being a mom can sometimes be confidence or, or lack of. The thought of, I'm not doing it right. And regardless of the amount of chromosomes that your child has, it's a challenge. But this journey, the one that we share, I have come to understand that this journey is very special. No matter how hard I fight against that word, special. It's like different. Those words that, honestly, I hadn't thought of. Much before, I liked being different. Different was, you know, cool. I was influenced by Sally, 
from when Harry met Sally when ordering food. I don't know if it's so much because I just liked a certain way things were or that I just embraced that it was different and I was going to experience something different and have something different. And something special was special. Chocolate-covered cherries, chocolate-covered strawberries, chocolate-covered really anything (laughs) was special. And then I let those words be taken away from me. I let them take on somebody else's meaning. But this journey, this commonality that we have is very special. We have a special bond. We have a shared joy. We have a secret language, a handshake, an understanding. And sometimes we can place a microscope on this journey. Get really close Like I'm turning that knob in science class and it's getting close to where that glass is going to break. But then I I realized that I'm facing the lens in the wrong direction. And it's not a microscopic lens that I need that analyzes every molecule looking so close that the images become distorted and blurred and I lose sight of what I am really looking at and why I'm looking at it. We lose all the colors and shapes the spaces that are full and empty, the darkness, the light that shines through those empty spaces. And it's not a microscopic lens that we need. It's a... A wide-angle lens. Yeah. Like an anamorphic lens. <laughs> An anamorphic lens, which is a very special lens. Yeah. It's a wider lens that gives a very specific shape to cinematic images. It's... Uh, it's that famous flare you see in the lens of a, of a film. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's big. It's wide open. There's space for everyone. Let's a lot of light in. Let's a lot of light in. So can we step back? Can I just pull back? You know, like, again, it's that microscope from science. Can I pull back from that where I'm so close in there that it's actually giving me a headache? <laughs> Can I pull back and see that anamorphic view that encompasses everything, the extreme and the ultimate example, the mother of all lenses? Can I, do I dare to, to look through that lens to see my life, this journey, this title, this role through that lens? I hope you do. More often than not, I hope you have the opportunity to, because I know sometimes it's hard. I know that, and not without challenge. I know that. That's what life does, right? That's what life brings. But today and every day, I want to wish you um, a mother's a happy Mother's Day. Some ease and some peace in knowing that you're doing an amazing job. You are not alone. You are part of a, an enormous team. We're just kind of busy and quiet, I think. And so our voice isn't as loud and prominently out there. But we're here and we are together. I'm so glad to be on this wonderful team with you. I'm so happy to be on this journey with you. And I am honored. We hope you have a few moments to yourself today to just sit a moment to enjoy your bubble 
and to understand what an amazing job you're doing, the mother of all jobs. And today, we celebrate you. Please follow us on Twitter at If We Knew Then Pod, and you can drop us a line on our Facebook page at If We Knew Then Pod, or visit our website, ifweknewthen.com, to send us an email with questions and comments. And you can join our mailing list there and get alerts of future podcast episodes. All these links will be added to this episode's show notes. Thank you again, and we look forward to you joining us on the next episode of If We Knew Then. Come and talk.